Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Thanks for the Beers. Thanks for the Beers. Joey nailed it, man. Very good. Uh, Joey playing my part today. Uh, as Chris Williams is not with us, we wish him well. He's recovering from the virus. Um, <laughs> you know, his, his precious vocal cords, you know, are tender right now, uh, like a nice filet mignon. So he, he just couldn't, I guess, argue with us for the next 30 minutes. So uh, we understand and, uh, wish him well, right? Do we wish him well? I think well, so. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be, all yeah, right. I think that's the right thing to do. Um, yeah. Uh, Chris, we, we hope you're healthy soon. Uh, we need you back on the program, man, because otherwise, uh, Joe and Ben just don't know how to keep me on a leash and I run wild here. So, um, with that being said, can the big dog eat? Can we talk about what we're drinking? Oh yeah. <laughs> was, that a was that a bike horn? Is there, who, are you, who are you hanging out with? Is fucking Ronald McDonald there? Teddy wants to play a game. It's, it's <laughs> oh, all right, Pennywise. <laughs> oh God! Oh that. You know, and I, I. This is where you know you can't let me off my leash. I could go on a thirty-minute rant right now about why I hate clowns and why they're just homeless vagabonds and makeup that you know. Want to hey, treat kids? I, I, Dahmer was freaky. Nothing is freakier than uh, someone who wants to be a clown. Anyway, um, guys, I am sipping on nervously. My hand's shaking now because that triggered PTSD from uh, my fear of clowns. But uh, I am drinking new rift. <laughs> I'm drinking new rift bourbon, guys. New rift bourbon. It is uh, fantastic bourbon. And I want to give a shout out to Sandy's Liquor Store by me because I was about to walk out the other day with my 11th business anniversary. And I decided I'm going to go buy a nice expensive bottle of bourbon and a cigar, as is per tradition. And uh, I was going to buy a, a much more expensive bottle. And the guy said, no, no, no. Come behind the come behind the uh, register with me. And he had a, a bottle back there, an open bottle. I don't want to question that or get him in trouble. But he uh, he made me do a shot with him, and I go, oh, my God. He goes, it's the best whiskey since Blanton's, or best bourbon since Blanton's, and it doesn't cost 160 It costs 60 So um, they have really good deals. It might be a little more expensive wherever you guys, wherever the listening, our, our, our wonderful viewers are. Uh, it might run you a few extra bucks. But, uh, yeah, $60. It's called New Rift Bourbon. It tells you when it was stored, when it was, you know. All that fun stuff on the side, the, the name of the guy who put it in the barrel, uh, what year he died, <laughs> what crimes he committed. Um, it, it's a really good it's a really good bourbon. So I'm, I'm pretty it, it's smooth. It doesn't punch you in the mouth. And I'm very happy with it as I sip it here with you guys, with you fine gentlemen. What are you guys j sipping on? We got a beautiful drink that's here for the right time of season. Our old friends over at Old Smoky coming back all the way from Tennessee and hooking us up yeah. with another blended batch of whiskey. This time it's the Mango Habanero Whiskey. Ooh. Up front and so spicy on the back end, but it's fucking amazing. It's tough. It's an interesting drink. Oh. Joe's cutting it. We're doing it with apple cider in the spirit of the holidays coming up. Uh, yeah, um, I, you definitely can't drink this fast, as Joe said. No, it, it, don't drink this fast. Spicy on the back end, yeah. close to throat with the. Uh, oh. 
It sounds like somewhere like the, the the slogan would be like when you wake up with blood on your hands and heartburn in your chest. You know, like the, it, it seems like multiple uh, side effects could occur from that that Good. level of, of whiskey. It pretty much allows us to get in the uh, the throat of Chris Williams right now. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like right now. Yeah. Uh, first of all, Joe, that was a uh, highly suspect statement, but I know exactly what you mean. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I've been, I looked up your uh, Rift, uh, what was it called? No, Rift. Rift. R-I-F-F. No, New Rift. New Rift. New Rift. R-I-F-F. Ah. New Rift. There's New Rift. New Rift. Oh, sorry, and his old Rift, Van Winkle bourbon. For $125,000. No, yeah, no, not that. No, guys, I didn't spend. You're going to get me robbed out here. Someone's going to stick me up now because they think I got way more money. They're going to be so mad when they find a crinkled up five and a rolled up single. They yeah. <laughs> use condom in the back pocket. Yeah. They're going to kill me just for that. I wasted my, I thought this gun was more expensive than what you got in your wallet. Um. You you were moments away from drinking a hundred and twenty five thousand dollar bottle of whiskey if you had just bet on the Giants to have this amazing opening to the season. What do you think? Wow, yeah, uh, I think I was better off spending it on this sixty dollar whiskey because I never in a million years, Joe, I beat myself up over bets every single day. One I will not beat myself up on is the Giants starting three and one. There is no way I for. <laughs> You know, I saw the schedule, and like a lot of people said, wow, Giants for the first time in a long time got a pretty easy schedule to start the year. But when has that ever stopped us from losing games, right? So uh, it didn't make – I just thought it'd be more painful losses. I didn't think we'd be sitting here at 3-1 and one, um, for sure right now. You know, I'll kick myself for betting Judge to hit 61 and 62 every night, but I'm not going to kick myself over the Giants. Uh, I, I, I can't imagine. Did you boys see this coming? I, I didn't. I, was I, I, I thought the new coach was going to help. Not like this, though. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I was waiting for one and three, honestly. Yeah. Or a solid yeah. win. Yeah. Or, or just some goose eggs. And Danny Dimes to have like two fucking broken feet. Carded off game two. Something like that. Yeah. I'm surprised. It's amazing. I love it. I watched one game because I'm scared to watch other games. <laughs> if they lose, I'm scared. So you kinda, think it'll be your fault? Yeah, well, dude, you never—you gotta start questioning yourself. You'd be like, "Oh, well, I missed the second half. That's when they scored all the touchdowns. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't watch the second half of any game." Being superstitious. Yeah. I always laughed at uh, people who thought they controlled the outcome of the games because you know there is like you know fifty men on each sideline that have more of an effect. But uh, been just so you do know, if they do lose an upcoming game, you watch it is your fault. So you can. Um, like, like, yeah. Friend, don't don't wear giant uh, Cowboys jerseys because they always lose when they wear them, which is which is nice because I don't like seeing Cowboys jerseys around me. Mm-hmm. Man, that was can't you know what? As nice as three and one started, fellas, um, loss was super painful because I hate nothing more than seeing a MetLife Stadium, aka Giant Stadium, uh, full of Dallas Cowboys jerseys, and I wanted nothing more on that night to see them all go home you know, miserable and sad and, you know, maybe with DWIs to match. I don't know. But, uh, uh, yeah, I would trade um, two, you know, two of our wins in our great wins this year to uh, beat, the, you know, the Cowboys that night and send all their 
their fans are miserable. I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on board. Yeah, I hell not. Yeah, I mean Jerry Jones smiles a little bit too much for me anyway. Yeah. Do they play the Eagles? Yeah, he's got a creepy. Yeah, go. When do they play the Eagles? Oh, the Cowboys. I don't know. They're playing. They're playing Green Bay in London this week, uh, which yeah. is pretty cool because as an Arsenal fan, I get to watch them play Green Bay at 9 a.m. And then Arsenal's actually on after them at 11:30. So. Uh, against Liverpool, so it's going to be a big day for me. I hate Aaron Rodgers. He's my least favorite athlete in the entire world, maybe ever. Um, just a big crybaby. And he just, the whole, like, you know, smoking peyote out in the desert, you know, his uh, looking like the dude with his stupid hair. I know I got stupid hair, but his hair is more stupid. <laughs> and it's always everyone else's fault with Aaron Rodgers. It never Every time he loses, he's pointing at his receivers, he's blaming the refs, he's blaming everyone else. Just not my kind of athlete. Never liked him. Uh, admire his talent, but never liked him. I'd not like nothing more uh, more to give him an L 3,000 miles away from here. Um, wishing a concussion on him? <laughs> no, 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 no. I want him quite conscious. And, uh, yeah, I, I want him very uh, clear for when he looks up at the scoreboard and sees that uh, the Packers are taking the – Cheese eating asses back to Wisconsin with an L. But um, <laughs> you ever have Wisconsin cheese? No, is it good? Is it better than normal cheese? Yes, it is. It is. It is. There's something different. Yeah, getting all those curds in whey. Yeah, the curds, the cheese curds. Are just... <laughs> all right, all right, little Miss Muffet. That's that's why I picture all the women there looking like just like gassy and bloated. You know, like, too much, too much lactose. <laughs> they were raised on the dairy. <laughs> yeah, just, like, they don't know anything else, man. They just get up, you know, eat a big honk of cheese, and then they go out and milk the cows, and then come in and eat more cheese. That's the life of Wisconsin. Uh, Green Bayer. I don't even know what you call them, but um, pretty excited with the Giants' direction. I don't. I still don't envision playoffs. I, I don't envision a, um, you know, a, a over 500 season. Honestly, every win I'm thankful for, and I'm not sure if it's the last win of the season, but. There's definitely a different energy with the team. You don't think Our coach nine wins. No, no, <laughs> hard no. I, I honestly, I know we're three and one. It's more if wins. We got to seven. If we got to seven wins, Vinny, I'd be I, I, seven wins total. I, I, I'd be over the moon. I don't think we got four wins left. If they get over seven wins, I'll buy you buy me dinner. If they don't get over seven, I'll buy you dinner. Well, if we're gonna put dinner on it, let's make it eight. Eight's the uh, eight's to say eight eight. No one owes anyone dinner. <laughs> eight and eight, it's a draw. <laughs> eight and eight is a draw. Nine wins, uh, I owe you dinner. Seven wins, you owe me dinner. I like that. Let it all be, right. Let it be flagged and noted. <laughs> Joe, Joe, write it down. Put it up. Put it on a uh, uh, a. Uh, It'll be the title of this like episode. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on Facebook so everyone yeah. knows. Yeah. Put it on a slab like one of the Ten Commandment Commandments. <laughs> and now, and shall it be that on this day, the sixth of October, whatever the fuck day it is, uh, you know, Vinny and Matt made a bet. That's it. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. So Matt, what are you thinking uh, about the game upcoming this weekend? Any fancy protesters? We're gonna see any pink smoke? <laughs> I hope. Oh my God! Yeah. So the only thing better than the Giants' start to the season is uh, this guy uh, who got literally blown up 
on live TV last night by Bobby Wagner, former former member of the Legion of Boom, as it was known in Seattle. Bobby Wagner, who looks more dragon than human. Um, literally, this this uh, I I don't know if it was PETA. It was an animal rights group. I've actually wow. since looked into it, and what they're protesting is pretty horrifying. So I guess. I guess their stances worked in a way. It got me to look it up. Uh, but, yeah. Speak it. You know who they're actually protesting is Smithfield. You know, like Smithfield Company, they make like sausages and stuff. Oh, so okay. um, whatever the worst thing you could think you could do to pigs is, think times that like take that times it by Dahmer on Netflix. Absolutely and that would be, it. yeah, that would be like Smithfield factory. So. I get their protest, but here's the thing. You're not going to keep ruining my my candy store, my toy store. The NFL Sunday and Monday night games are a chance for me to escape the miseries of living in New Jersey in October and November when everything gets cold and shitty and New Jersey people are miserable. And you're ruining that by prancing around the field with a red smoke bomb. Like, pro- protest uh, Jeopardy. Protest something of Wheel of Fortune. Something I don't watch. You know? Uh, <laughs> Iron Chef. Go run a smoke bomb. Past, yeah. <laughs> Pink smoke. <laughs> yeah. Run it past Gordon Ramsay. And, and then, I, or, you know, one of those guys. And I'll be fine with your, with your protest. I just don't need it on the night I'm watching football. I don't need you delaying the game. I need to watch this, watch my bets lose, and, you know, go to sleep so I can be up in the morning for training. Uh, so, so it, like, yeah, it, go ahead. It looked like pros versus Joes when this guy got laid out on the it field. Was, oh, my God. For people listening who haven't seen it yet, you got to watch the video to understand. Now, I don't even think Wagner gave him a really hard shot. No. I, I would say he went about 25%. Joe, that was the perfect analogy. If anyone remembers pros versus Joes, it does. It looks like you know Mike Singletary or Lawrence Taylor, uh, you know, up against the pizza delivery guy from Home Alone. You know, like this. <laughs> I, it's just, it's insane. The body chemistry, the body composition, different between Bobby Wagner, who literally has gotten paid millions to make other monster humans' bodies explode. Uh, it's amazing that his little shoulder nudge just lit this guy up. And uh, you could see in the air the shock in his face that he actually got hit. It, yeah, was, like, it was beautiful. His name uh, Tatua. Tatoga. What? Um, Tua. Oh, to- yeah, yeah. That was scary, man. That <sighs> we got. We got to run that back to last week when he got tra- he got thrown down. Oh yeah, yeah I right. get that was a whip. Yeah, and and no one said. Now it. you see how the NFL operates, right? Because. They were, oh, he didn't have a concussion. The doctors cleared him. Doctors cleared him. And then players and neurologists came out and said, no, no, no. He got up and look, I'm no doctor. I'm a personal trainer, which means I know how to spell my name and I know how to count to five push-ups. But I used to be on the sidelines for some teams back in the day and, um, and certainly as a coach for years. And it's very easy to tell the difference between a back injury and someone who's wobbling because they just got their head rocked. And that's what every neurologist, every former player, anyone with any credentials was saying, I didn't even need to be in that tent to know he had a concussion. And so as that pressure mounted, the NFL, of course, goes out and says, 
oh, this guy didn't follow protocol. We fired him. And it's just like the most NFL thing ever. Like, yep, he's out. Everything's good now. Like, no. The problem is you still got 10 team doctors out back there saying we need to win this game. Tua, you feel okay? I count to potato. He's good. Get him back in the game. So He couldn't even stand. Last, I think the week before that, they stopped a touchdown play because they said one of the receivers looked messed up from the last play. And they set and hiked the ball and then stopped the play. And it turned out to be a touchdown. And they went back and called it back because the doctor up top stopped the play because the guy looked wobbly. It's it's just too hypocritical, man. It, it's one, and that's the problem with the NFL. It's one, it's so subjective that one play they'll stop it because a guy's, you know, he blinked too many times and they think he has a concussion. And then Tua gets rocked and they go, yeah, let him back in the game. And then you see what happened this week when he got, I mean, he was going to have a concussion either way, but obviously it was made that much worse by what he went through the week before. And he was on the ground throwing up gang signs with his fingers, and that wasn't voluntary. Yeah, so in L.A. or something. Where's he from? <laughs> yeah, it's scary, man. This guy's a young kid, and you know you got to wonder if the rest of his life is going to be um, effed up. You know, you hear these horror stories, and you see what's currently going on with guys like uh, Antonio Brown, who I think has always been an asshole. I think Mike Tomlin covered it up better, but um, you know he's. He he is possibly also going through some, you know, things due to CTE as he, uh, I don't know if you guys heard what he did now, but he um, not only uh, trolled Tom Brady by throwing up pictures of him with Tom Brady's soon to be now ex-wife, which we found out today, because God forbid. Is that sports. true? Yeah, yeah, they filed, uh, they both filed for divorce attorney, so TMZ yeah. and everyone else had to jump on that because. God forbid we just watch the guy play football, right? We got to know all the inner workings of his life. Like, I I don't care, man. I don't care what these guys do off the field as long as they're not killing people or, yeah, like, you know, just, like, let them live and let me watch Tom Brady throw touchdown passes. I don't care if he cries afterwards and looks at a picture of Giselle and his, you know, in his helmet. I just want to see a 50-year-old guy throw a touchdown. But, um, Giselle? Yeah, uh, so I- Antonio Brown, after last week's game, put a bunch of pictures of him and uh, himself and Giselle up and said, what do you think was going on? Uh, which no one believes is just Antonio Brown being an asshole. Right. And um, then, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Joe. What were you saying? No, I'm, I'm just fucking appalled. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. The guy let you, you wouldn't have had a career left. Everyone had given up on you because you were, you been certifiably crazy over the last you know seven eight years everyone had given up on you tom brady literally took you in his home moved his kids out of the bedroom said this antonio brown's room now he's living with us so that you know i can help him out with what's going on off the field and we need him on the field and he gave him a second chance in the league provided him a home treated him like family and antonio brown that's where i don't i'm not blaming the cte there i think that's antonio brown being an asshole I, you know, I don't think that's from a headshot he took over the middle. I think that's just, you know, someone who's always been a dick. But the whole pulling, you know, pulling his uh, schlong out, which, by the way, good for him. That was a lot of black tape they used to cover that up. But uh, in this pulling to buy, like, 
there's certainly other factors going on there with him. And then, you know, guys uh, later in their career, you hear about some of these guys who drive, you know, on the wrong side of the highway into traffic intentionally. So you just hope uh, that's not into his future because he seems like a really nice guy. You definitely don't want to see him go the A-B route. What are you doing, man? Like, that's someone who just had their brain rattled to the point where they have no sense left. Mm. Well, they got the, the sense knocked out of you. You know what typically knocks a lot of sense into me? The mailbag. Oh, Joey! That was good. <laughs> okay, so this one I snagged off of, uh, I think, your site, your Facebook. SDS. Um, this is, his name is Bobby, and he asked... What is your most hated NFL rule? Ooh, very nice, Bobby. I If that's the Bobby I know, good question, Bobby. Bobby's a Jets fan. Um, the most hated rule I have is that the Jets have to be televised on on, uh, on TV every, every week, Bobby. Um, no, in all seriousness, um, oh, that's such a good question. There, there's too many subjective penalties. I know he wants a specific answer. It's just there's so many calls that are like you were talking about, uh, Vinny. Like it, you know, Tua is allowed back on the field. Another guy, you know, they stop uh, a touchdown play because you know he, he his eyes look funny from a ref who probably wasn't near him. So, um, I. The, honestly, it goes against everything we were talking about, but like, you know, the roughing the passers, the roughing the passer needs to be sorted out better because you saw the the play Tua got tackled on. He got body slammed, but then if you were to hit Tom Brady's helmet with your pinky finger oh, and yeah. graze it, you know, like your pinky nail grazes Tom Brady's helmet a, a fraction after he threw the ball, that's roughing the passer. So I think. That I, I think they have to sort out the roughing the passer better. I think it's too subjective, and I think guys like Brady and Rodgers and that, you know, you can't touch them. And then a guy like Tua, because he's not a big name yet or whatever, uh, you know, he literally gets body slammed, and there's no there's no pl- flag on the play. Or when Jam and Cam Newton kept on declaring himself as a runner, and they were like, "Well, there's different rules for you because you sacrifice." Right. It's like, <laughs> but he's not running all the time. Sometimes right. he's standing there. <laughs> and I get the frustration. Right. That's like it. The, the frustration too with these defensive players is you don't want them to go low, right? Because then you're taking a guy's knees out, you're taking his career. So that's like a that's like a rule within a rule, like like a you know unwritten rule where you don't go out of guy's knees. But then if you go anywhere above his waist, you might because the minute they start going down, they tuck their helmet. And now if your helmet raises his helmet, that's a 15 yard penalty. So there's really like nowhere you can hit the guy and feel comfortable that you're not going to get a flag or some kind of repercussions. So. Uh, you gotta be like a bonsai chef to, you know, to properly hit a guy. So I get these defensive guys, I think sometimes just go, fuck it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna go WWE on them because no matter what I do, I'm going to get a penalty. So. Yeah. Not to OD on the giants, but, uh, what did you think about the Tyrod Taylor helmet to helmet when he dove for the first down? That's on him. That's a perfect one to talk about. Like that's on him. Like he has the opportunity to slide there and the minute he starts sliding, if they hit him in the helmet, then that's on them and they're going to get a 15 yard penalty. 
I appreciate he wanted to pick up the first down, but I think he should more understand that as the backup quarterback, um, if he goes down, we have Saquon Barkley, uh, you know, running the offense, which honestly he might've been our best quarterback since Eli Manning. But, um, yeah, yeah, uh, I, again, hero effort getting the first down, but you know, what's more important staying in the game. So, uh, be smarter. You know, you can't run and then turn your back to someone. Uh, you're going to get leveled every time, and that's exactly what happened. All right. Well, Bobby, thank you so much for your question. I hope that answered something, but it's a huge topic. There's like, what, thousand rules in the league now? At least. Oh, yeah. my God. You'll never understand how confusing the NFL is till you try to explain it to someone who doesn't. Like, I've had girlfriends be like, NFL's confusing. And I'm like, no, it's not. And then it, 40 minutes later, when I'm done explaining one rule, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that it's, it's actually doesn't make any sense. There are assistants to the head coach and like assistants to the assistant coach, just letting them know what rules and rule changes are and how the refs are going to interpret them. Oh, peak it's wild. It, yeah. It's American rugby. We just understand it because we grew up on it. Absolutely. Matt, you want to <laughs> take us home? Everyone know that you can send your hate mail to me at uh, in home trainer Matt um, on Instagram. Um, I am the commissioner of social distancing sessions SDS on Facebook, and I have a TikTok, the real Matt Lacasio. I really don't post much there unless I got a tomato or you know uh, uh, <laughs> two of throwing up gang signs to post a video of. Um, boys, let's yep. give C Dubs a shout out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Guys, reach out to our faithful co-host, C-Dubs2697 on Instagram. Uh, I think he's officially banned from TikTok. He's, he's giving up banned. on it. Oh, but you know awesome. what? You could always catch what us all rock star. PS, a social assessment, or you can grab us at Thanks for the Beers Facebook page or Thanks for the Beers on Instagram. That's where you get all of us. We got a rumble still? We yeah. do. We have a rumble. We are live. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as always, as Chris Williams would say, okay, what? Joey hit me with my line. Thanks for the beers. <laughs>